oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's going on? You know. I didn't know we were here yet. I am. I'm here. You're here? I guess so. We're here now. I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney. And this is apparently 30 Dirty and Dying. I thought it was a Wendy's. <laughs> no, this is Patrick. <laughs> Do you remember when Wendy's stuff was yellow? I miss Wendy's yellow stuff. And yeah. I also miss their like little atrium. The sunroom? Yeah, the sunroom. Also known the as atrium. atrium. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cool. My grandma loved Wendy's. She did? Yeah. I used to love, I still don't hate Wendy's. I loved it a lot though. Man, the cheese fries. You know I'm a bitch for the Wendy's breakfast. I know you are, but they didn't always have breakfast. I'm yeah. talking about OG yellow container. Mm-hmm. With, but their cheese fries, you can always get cheese fries at Wendy's. I never got their cheese fries. I always got their cheese fries because there's cheese in them. And you love cheese. I love cheese. Yeah. I love cheese. I'm not a big fry person. You know, I'm not a big fan of french fries. <gasps> I don't dislike them, but I, I almost never am going to get them. But a cheese fry. See, I'm very particular about my fries. Really? Because I don't like them too potato-y. Fair. So, like, I love a McDonald's fry. They're okay. I'm okay with the Chick-fil-A fry. I don't like because I love Chick Fil A sauce. Fair. It's a vessel for my sauce. See that? Okay. Um, Wendy's has gotten better with their fries than they used to be. I've always liked Wendy's fries. You know what? Also, fry I kind of like Burger Kings. I was about to trash Burger King. I don't know why. I think they're okay. I like their onion rings. I don't like onion rings. Period. Oh. First of all, big wad of onion. Not a fan. I love onion. I hate ogres onion. are like onions. <laughs> fucking ogre and fucking onion. I don't I like, like onions at all. I'll eat a raw onion. Ew, like an apple? No, but I'll eat raw onions, like Not on me. things. Not me. Anyways, welcome back to 30 Dirty and Dying. Sometimes we get off track. Yeah, sometimes we talk about Wendy's, sometimes we talk about onions. Sometimes we talk about what it's like to be 30, or almost 30, and you don't have your life figured out yet, and things are different now, and life has taught you some lessons. Good, bad, ugly, questionable. And we talk about that. We yeah. also thrive on nostalgia and dark humor, and just trying to get through what we're calling our millennial midlife crisis. You know, I think it is just a midlife crisis. Like, I don't expect to make it to, like, 90 years old. Yeah. So let's be realistic here. This probably is my mid-year. Let's be honest. Midlife. Every day could be a midlife crisis. Every day could be the midway point for any. Every day could be the end. Every, yeah. The midway point could have been 10 years ago. We don't know. We don't know. Because I don't know when I'm going to die. Nobody knows. Probably sooner than later. So to assume that we're incorrect... Is incorrect. Yeah, but also I feel like the reason we call it that is not so much that, I mean, some of it, right? But also we, it's similar to what people have told us a midlife crisis will be like when they portray a midlife crisis in like media. You're buying new fancy sports cars. Well, you, I don't have sports car you're money. You're feeling as if your youth is lost. You're feeling a little bit like existential mm -hmm. and and lost. And that's usually what they chalk up a quote-unquote midlife crisis to. I feel lost. Yeah, and that's kind of how we're feeling now, but as millennials. And we think being a millennial has had something to do with it. So that's why we kind of lean into that, I think. Yeah. But so if that sounds like your bag, welcome. Yeah, we're just, we're burnt out. Mm -hmm. We feel it. So we try to get through with some real talk, some dark humor, and we're, we're just coping. So if you're feeling the same way, or if you felt the same way at any point. Keep listening. Yeah, keep listening. And if you haven't yet. Maybe keep, keep listening. listening and buckle up. You know what I mean? <laughs> buckle up for safety. Click it or ticket. Am I right? <laughs> am I right or am I right? Ladies. If you're driving, this is really important. Yeah. Definitely wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Wear your seat if belt. you're riding a bike, wear a helmet. Yeah. First of all, stop riding a bike. I have If you're a bike. over the age of five, stop riding a bike. So if I ride my bike over here. You're not going are to. Are you going to judge Are you me? not going to. Bet. 
You're not going to, Courtney. Okay. First of all, you'll never make it across the road. I'm going to make it across the road. You're not going to ride a bike over here. Okay. I know you're not. I'm going to prove you wrong. I like how you're doing this whole, like, mm, challenge accepted. Challenge you're accepted. You're never going to ride a bike over I'm here. going to ride a bike over here. All right, here. fine. Prove it. Okay. Not, uh, I have to put air in the tires. There. See? It's not even rideable. Not right, because it's been a while. Yeah. I don't think I've ridden a bike since I was 11. Um, I asked for a bike from Mike, like, a few years ago. So within the past five to six years, probably, I rode it twice. Okay, just don't, you say d- I maybe won't. don't. Don't hurt yourself. I know how to ride a bike. I and mean, that's not that you don't know how to ride a bike. I mean... It's the whole saying. It's like riding a bike. You don't forget it. I feel like I have. <laughs> I feel like I could not be trusted to ride a bike. Do you need a, a tricycle? Bike. I need a car. I'm fucking 29 years old. I'm not going to get on a bike. Okay, what am I? Whatever. I'm going to ride a bike one with ball, no helmet one b- at 32. <laughs> don't do that. I don't have a helmet to go with my bike. Then don't ride it. You just said wear a helmet. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Don't ride the fucking bike, Courtney. Sure. There's a stoplight. I will the, go please to- Please don't ride the bike. Please, I take it all back. You can ride a bike. You're fucking Lance Armstrong. <laughs> You're so good. I can't think of another bike rider. I'd pick someone better. But like, <laughs> you're so good at bike riding. I believe in you. Please don't ride it. Anyways. Welcome back to the show, you guys. Um, if, if you guys want me to ride a bike, I'll don't. do it. What are we doing today? We're talking. Good start. Yeah, we're uh, recording this podcast. Hell yeah. About tropes. Relationship love. tropes. We're talking about love. You guys love when we talk about love. You love when we talk about relationships. It's some of our most popular episodes every fucking time. Because we've had horrible And we have a lot of cynicism at this point. Even though we're both in happy, stable relationships, we've been through a lot. It's shaped how we feel about relationships now. Maybe it's made our relationships successful. I think maybe a little. You know, no bullshit. We're just down to brass tacks here. You know, I never understood that saying. I don't get What's it. What's brass tacks? Why is it the, brass? I don't know. No, I don't get the saying either, but I'm saying it. I'm about to Google it. Okay, Google it while so I continue. So you, you can keep talking and I'm going to Google brass tacks. Okay. So that's how we feel about our relationships now. And, uh, you know, but when you're growing up, you kind of are a little bit more, uh, how should I put this? Moronic about love and relationships and part of what goes into that are all these uh, young love tropes. Usually, you know, you think of books, you think of, when you think of tropes, you think of books, like book tropes. But books, movies, TV, whatever. There are a lot of uh, cliches, tropes, things that happen between lovers, especially young lovers. Lovers! Lovers! That uh, kind of influence how you feel about love and relationships. And when you're young, they seem really sweet and great and romantic. And when you're our age, most of them seem stupid. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go through a list of some uh, love, young love tropes and see how they stack up to the cynical late 20s, 30-something who's seen some shit, been through some relationships, and isn't all lovey-dovey anymore. Brass tacks. Hit me. All right. So it's T-A-C-K-S. Oh, like like wall tacks? Yeah. So according uh, to this, it says... Brass-headed tacks were used in the foundation of chairs. So when you went to reupholster them, the tacks were last thing that you got down to after removing the covering and stuffing. Hence, that's when the craftsman was getting down to the heart of the matter. Okay. So So it's getting down to brass tacks. To the heart of the matter, the matter of hearts. We're talking about love tropes today. Yep. It's all there. 
Yep, and I thought it was T-A-X, but it's not. I did too. How about that? How about them bears? I say that sometimes. Anyways. Anyways. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to go through some love tropes, uh, some favorites, and see how we feel about them these days. See how romantic they really are to us. And And remember, we're pessimists. I've also seen some weird things on TikTok with like book tropes. Yes. That I'll probably sprinkle in there when they come to mind. Absolutely. I hope you do. So yeah, Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about our, like what we know about them, what we think of, and how we would feel about them in real life or just in general. Yeah. But first. Back in time. All right. Going back in time. Back in time. All right. We couldn't really talk about young love tropes without talking about Twilight. And we were going to do 2008 because the movie Twilight came out. Also, Breaking Dawn came out, the book, which was the last in the saga. Wow. Which was just fucking chock full of tropes. Um, But yeah, YA, young love, you know, there's Twilight's a big hitter there. Oh, it's the worst trope of all. Well, that's... It's not a trope. That's not a trope. It's just love and it... They they don't love each other. It's stupid. It's it's full of tropes though. Like the story oh, is yeah. full of like young love tropes mm-hmm. and YA young love tropes. And I just want to before we get into the actual meat of the episode, I'm not necessarily shitting on like YA romance or young love no, tropes. I think they can be fun. Yeah, that's like my type of book to read yeah. as a young adult book. I think they can be fun. I think they can be fun to read. I like to read stuff like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to write stuff like that sometimes. You know. Um, but we're talking about how they transfer into, like, real life shit. So just, just to clarify what we're doing here today. But anyways, Twilight. It came out. It did. It did. I wanted to talk about something to do with Twilight. I remembered. You don't have to remind me. <gasps> oh, I already forgot. Okay, I didn't. Perfect. Um, so speaking of Twilight, mm-hmm. recently I saw a video, like a TikTok or a reel or something, of the guy who played, um, Jasper. Mm-hmm. I want to say his name is Jackson Rathbone. The Confederate? Yeah, the con- the fucking Confederate soldier. Yeah. Racist. Jefferson mm-hmm. Davis, even. And um, he, just the actor, though. And he was... I don't... It was just like a fun little video. He was on vacation or he was at this thing. And he was grinning and smiling. And he was, it made me so uncomfortable. Okay. The fact that he looked happy. Because Jasper, if you remember, was like... The glassy-eyed stare of a man with nothing to lose. He right. was straight-faced, looked like he was in all the pain all the time, and his eyes could never be more open. Right. And this dude's eyes are kind of like that, but he's smiling and stuff. And, and it, it just was... made you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. If you find that, send it to me. I would like to see it. Okay. Honestly, I think I saw it. Well, we know you saw it. No, I think I saw it today also. Oh, I'm just like, uh, yeah. I think I saw it today it. as well. You know what else I found? Speaking of Twilight. Oh. I actually kind of knew this, I think, somewhere in the okay. back of my head. But it's about real real life people in Twilight and marriages and stuff. Okay. So the the, the girl who played um, Rosalie, yeah. the really hot one, mm-hmm. she's married to, to this day, yeah. Ian Summerholder. Who is? He's an actor, but he was perhaps best known for playing Damon Salvatore in The Vampire Diaries. Never watched he, it. Okay, well, he was a vampire. Okay. He was a fake-ass vampire. And she was a fake-ass vampire. She was vampire. a fake-ass vampire. And they got married, and they're married to this day. Are, do they have fake-ass vampire babies? They they do. Okay. They do. They have children. 
And they seem so happy and wonderful, and I think I that's love great. That for them. But I wonder, is there like a fake ass vampire convention? I'm sure. Like Comic Con? Yeah. <laughs> they met there, probably. But Maybe. it's just funny. Like, it's funny that they. Two different franchises. Maybe they were in something together that wasn't. I don't know, related. but I do know that in the Vampire Diaries, because I watched it last year, or earlier this year, because I was uh, having a horrible time. Depressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And it's still. As one does. I enjoyed it. Um, they make fun of Twilight. In the Vampire Diaries. A lot. That's funny. An awful lot. So it's like, it's just, I don't know. I, I love a good, I love a good chuckle like that. You know, a coinky dink. Um, the US economy faced the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression, which I think, let's be honest, we're in it right now. I don't, some I don't people have are, facts to back that Some up, people though. are saying that we are in the silent depression. Oh, maybe. Because like, how, so I saw a video... On someone doing, like, um, math, right? And figuring out, like, what the Great Depression was like during the Great Depression, right? right? So, like, the the annual, like, salary, like, okay, what people like made, all, all that stuff. statistic And if that were what it was today, so, like, with inflation. Yes. Inflation rates. Okay. Uh, based on the math and the inflation rates... We're in a similar place. We are less than what we should be. Oh, okay. comparatively, that doesn't make me feel good. Exactly. So, like, we're it's it's really bad. So Yikes. that's why they're saying we're in a silent depression because like people aren't admitting that we're actually in a really bad depression. Okay. And they're just letting it be, so it's silent. So we're just like not going to talk about it. We're just fight club. Don't talk about it. We're just dying. Yeah. Inside, well, outside, everywhere. Yeah. It costs a lot of money to buy things. I can't live. Yeah. Uh, over 7,000 Starbucks locations took a three-hour coffee break for employee training. Oh, wow. Do, do you like how they coffee break yeah. Starbucks? <laughs> yeah. Um, the life expectancy in the U.S. fell to 77.8 years. Well, the first drop was in 2004. Drop it like it's hot. Uh, also in 2008, uh, the United States was the 18th most obese nation. We've had to climb since then. Yeah. If, if for nothing else, me alone. <laughs> I mean, same. I've really brought our rank up, I'm sure. You're welcome. Um, the best colleges in the nation included Princeton, California Institute of Technology, Harvard, Swarthmore. Place? Swarthmore? Wow. Uh, and the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. Oh, wow. You know, Edgar Allan Poe went there. Got kicked out. At the U.S. Military West Academy? West Point. He went to West Point. Oh. He got kicked out. Nice. Yeah, he was troubled. Good for him. I mean, not really. No. Have you watched, um, this is not 2008 related at all, but whatever. Have you watched uh, The Fall of the House of Usher yet on Netflix? Oh, I don't have Netflix anymore. Oh, well then you should come over, you're here right now, but you should come over another time and watch it. (laughs) Um, It's so good. I've watched it like five times. Wow. It's all Edgar Allan Poe-y. I mean, I've, I've heard of it. And yeah. I want to, but I got rid of... They put a lot of, like, Easter eggs in there for, like, Edgar Allan Poe works, and every character is named somebody who's either a character of Edgar Allan Poe or someone in his real life, mm. and every episode is named after an Edgar Allan Poe work, and it's also, like, an Easter egg as to how people die in it. Soup good. 10 out of 10. Loved it. I couldn't watch episode four because there's a lot of animal violence in it, oh. but it's based on the black cat, the, you know. I've actually... I can't tell you a single work of his. Not even The Raven? I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's 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 do a little side moment for a second here. Uh, Telltale Heart. 
You ever heard of that? Oh, uh, is that the one where he hears the beating heart? Yes. Yes. Good job. And, like, the floorboards or something? Yes. Yeah. Good work. Okay. Uh-huh. Do you know about the raven? I don't know. Okay. Um, do you know about Murders in the Rue Morgue? No. The Black Cat? I told you about it, like, two episodes ago. No. Okay. Oopsies. It's okay. But no, so that one has, like, some animal violence in it, and I couldn't watch that one, but I heard it was good. It's a good show. I would recommend. Maybe I'll read some of his works then. You should. I have a, a complete collection, and I have it, um, I got it when I was, like, 14, probably around 2008, actually. I think <gasps> I probably got it for Christmas around 2008. Holy poop. Uh-huh. It all comes around. It all coming together. Um, it's, like, leather-bound, and it's got everything he ever did in oh. it. And it looks like it's brand new. I've taken better care of that book than I have my own body in my whole life. Like, it, I've taken very good care of it. Nice. I take good care of my books. I don't take good care of myself. Um, the most popular song was Low by Flo Rida and t I've got the top, the top, uh, billboard charts if you want to hear some. Okay. So Low, obviously, sure to get Low. Low, low, low. Lollipop by Lil Wayne. Lick me like a lollipop. Yep. Um, Coldplay, Viva La Vida. Whatever You Like by T.I. I can have whatever you like. Remember when we played You Millennium? can have whatever you want. Yeah, Millennium <laughs> Music Trivia for the first time and you said whatever you want. It's called whatever you want. <laughs> Um, pocket full of sunshine. I got a pocket. I got a pocket. I got a pocket. From Easy A. I love that A movie. classic film, truly. Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. I love that song. I love that song I so get much. down to that song now. I mean, as much as my hips will allow. Um, Love in This Club by Usher. Usher's doing the Super Bowl this, this year. Club, in the club. Um, would you like to know how much it cost to buy a couple cars? <laughs> sure. So, these are just references. Okay. So, uh, a new, brand new Chevy Trailblazer in 2008 cost $25,705. Okay. Which, I'm looking at the new Chevy Trailblazers uh-huh. as a car option. And the, they're about 30. Oh, so it's... So, like, so it's kind of close. Um, a Hyundai Accent mm-hmm. GS, I don't know what that means, 14000 and then okay. a Toyota Camry, seventeen five. Wow. So obviously Toyota Camrys now I also looked at those are between like twenty five thirty. Yeah. Do you wanna know some other things that happened in two thousand eight? Yeah. Beyonce and Jay Z got married. Whoa. Before he cheated on her. How why would you look at him? Look at his face. I we've talked about this before. I don't think he's ugly, but he's I don't think he's not attractive. Attractive enough to cheat on Beyonce. No. Absolutely not. How you could wanna you talk do about that? a love trope? Fuck that. <laughs> um Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt had twins. High school musical three was a real movie. Yeah, it came out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it was like in actual theaters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I worked there. That's right, yeah. Um, Heath Ledger. Died. Yeah, sad. Rest in peace. Sad. Man, that's quite a performance, though. That was really good. I still don't, I I wish, I mean, I know they're gonna keep making, apparently, they're gonna be a whole new race of Batman, you know, but like. There always is. There's never gonna be one quite like that. I think they should just, I'm not gonna say stop, but like, don't try to do that. You know what I mean? Like, but there are some that have been okay since. Like, I think I thought Walking Phoenix's was pretty good because it was a different take. I really enjoyed his. Joker. Thought it was a good movie, but I didn't feel like I was watching a superhero movie though. I felt no. like I was just watching a psychological. Yeah, it really like okay. 
it goes to my crazy head, right? Yeah. It really made me feel for the character of the Joker. Well, and I was like, you point. know what? It makes sense. I get it. I would do the same thing. Yeah. Fuck Could everyone. be me. I get it. Yeah. I guess the next one is because Lady Gaga is going to be Harley Quinn. Yeah. I love Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. She but is it's going not to like, kill you know, sure. Gaga, ooh la la, blah 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 blah. I don't need, I'm not gonna, I don't care. I'm, it took me like two years to watch Walking Phoenix as the Joker because I'm so like, why are we still doing this? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and the problem is all of the new actors and like, they're just, keep, they keep, it, it keeps failing. So they keep trying. But, like, immediately. You know what I mean? We got some yeah, good breather time. Space. And it's just been one after another after, after another, another after another. It's just, like, how many times? How many times? Yeah. So. I, I did. I liked Robert Pattinson's. I hated it. I, I turned it off it. halfway through. I watched. I went and saw it in theaters. I didn't do that. We watched it at home. And we were like, this kind of sucks. But maybe we just need a candy bar. So we stopped it. We went to 7-Eleven. We got candy. We came back, me and Justin, we came I home. Figured. We started to watch it again and we went about 45 more minutes. And I was like, do you have any idea what's even going on at this point? And he was like, no, not other than like the can welcome to the Black Parade vibe. Yeah. <laughs> and then we very, turned it off. He was very angsty. He was emo as fuck. Yeah. I'm not saying he did it. I just don't, it just wasn't for me. Like the movie itself was not, he was fine. It just, I don't think there was much there. Uh, yeah. It's kind of And hard. then, like, Batman versus Superman. Didn't watch that. That was Trash. Ben Affleck, right? It was Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, Fuck you that. should never be Batman. Buddy, keep to the Dunkin' Donuts commercials. You know what I mean? Just- ben Affleck, that was... I sat through it, which was so funny, because both Batman and Superman's mom have the same name. Okay. And they, like, bonded over their dead moms or something in, like, the movie. You should have been in it. <laughs> Batman, Superman, Courtney, dead mom support group. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, this is so stupid. I literally cannot. It was so bad. Like, are you are you shitting me right now? That Batman who has no actual superpowers and he just has money and trinkets thinks he can actually beat an alien from outer space that can like see through walls and shoot laser beams out of his eyes? Why no. Why not? Absolutely well, not. Man, we have gotten... <laughs> we have gotten passionate. Sorry. It's okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Oh, you know what else came out? The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just, I've never watched it. It's stupid. Isn't he like baby old? Yeah, old man it's, he, to ages young, yeah. he ages backwards. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. How does how does an old man come out of a hoo-ha? Same way anybody else does, I guess. Yeah, but if he's like a full grown man. No, he's a baby. He's, so he's a baby old he's man? He's baby sized. But he's elderly. Okay. Like, do you remember in the last Harry Potter movie where they kill Voldemort and, like and, Har- and Harry's in King's Cross uh-huh. and that when he's like dead? Yeah. And he sees that weird little thing that's like, I'm melting. Yeah. Look like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was like the last Horcrux embodied. Mm-hmm. It was like that. Okay. It's kind of what he looked like. And then he becomes Brad Pitt, which proves anything is possible. <laughs> hey. Thanks for listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, the show for millennials by millennials. We get real about chronic illness, burnout, nostalgia, and why we aren't exactly thriving. 
If that sounds like you, join us every Thursday for new episodes. Now, back to the show. All right, so what are... Let's start tropes. Let's do it. Let's get this party started. So like we said, today we're going to go down a list. I got this list off of several different websites. I got it off uh, a Goodreads thing. I got it off of... uh, I don't know, screen rant, I think, because some of it's movie tropes, love tropes, just stories in general. And we're going to go down a list of these like love slash young love tropes that we see a lot in movies and TV and books. And we're just going to talk about them. Okay. Some of these I also made up. Um, They're real things, but I gave them names. Okay. uh, Because I couldn't find exactly what I was going for, but it's a thing. Okay. So we'll get into those. We'll see how much we have time for. So first one, mm-hmm. we're going to start off with um, Enemies to Lovers. Oh, yeah, It's a popular one. I have read Enemies to Lovers a lot. Mm-hmm. It's popular. Um, we're not necessarily here to talk about like books that are like this or stories that are like this, but I can tell you as a, as a reader and as a consumer of these things, a little oversaturated these days. There's yeah. an awful lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how and I it's, feel. It, it, it's almost forced. Yeah. So, like, I was reading this one book where she's, um, like, a detective, oh, right? Yeah. And, like, she's, like, she's a new detective and, like, she gets into, like, the office or whatever and, like, uh, some her, like, co-worker or whatever, like, all, like, they butt heads right away. Right. Yeah. For no reason at all. Yeah. Literally no reason. Like... It was forced. So then you immediately And then they immediately, I'm just like, okay, well, they're going to have sex. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's like, it's so overdone that at this point, I just immediately expect it. It's almost weirder when they don't hook up. Yeah. Um, As far as how I feel about it in general, I don't think it's super... um, I don't think it happens very often. I don't either. I can't think of one time except for like my last relationship. Well, you guys were lovers to enemies. That's how it goes. That's, that's, how, that's real life. That's how it goes. That's real life. It's lovers to enemies. You yeah. Know? Um, sometimes while you're still banging it out, you're enemies. Uh, that's what, that was my life. Um, but no, I just don't feel like that happens a lot. And quite frankly, if somebody like, like in that scenario, right? Like yeah. I'm in a job and someone's disrespecting me. I've had that happen. Yeah. And it, some of it's been purely like misogynistic and stuff. The last thing I wanted to do was like, fuck you right into place buddy that's the last thing i thought you know what i'm saying like i just it doesn't cross my mind no i've never had a situation where i was attracted to someone who was disrespectful to me other than again all your exes look (laughs) i mean they were gonna call me out i'm gonna call you out they were disrespectful in the relationship after i was attracted to them yeah enemies to enemies (laughs) yeah whatever yeah no, but it's just, I just... I, it's I it's overplayed. It's, it's very overplayed, and I feel like it's underplayed in real life. It's, it's not underplayed, not it's just not, it's just not really a It's thing. just not a thing. I mean, I can see some scenarios where it's like you get off on a weird foot with somebody, and maybe there's like a tension, mm-hmm. but not like... Sexual tension. Yeah, you killed my dad, so I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> That's what some of these are. Yeah. It's like, especially when you get into like YA fantasy shit, some of it is like, he killed my entire family, but like... He's sweet underneath his hard exterior. <laughs> just like, um. Or no. like the, or like the Hallmark movies. Yeah. The, it's always the. Like um, hometown doofus who's just negging on you for the first 60 minutes of the film. Yeah. The, the hometown doofus, the, the girl, girl boss from the city. Yeah. She comes in and she, she was just like, get the fuck away from me. Like, I want nothing to do with you, but she. He wins her over. He's like, I can break that horse. Yeah. 
And then he does. And then he and she's does. like, you know, I've never realized how much I just want to, like, bake bread. <laughs> I love making cookies My whole and staying at home. career? What? What? I'm going to stay here forever. I made, I made 200 grand a year in the big city, but you know what? I'd rather just stay at home I want six degrees and I'm actually doing something, but... And this is not... I'm not shitting on stay-at-home people. No, absolutely not. But the not. change in mentality right. is just, like, the... And sometimes you make a decision, you know, to, like, pursue a relationship opposed to your career. Mm-hmm. Not during Christmas break. <laughs> you know, not in two days in December. It usually takes longer. Just saying. Um, all right. So we kind of went into two there. <laughs> Here's one that I made up. Um, sort of. There's a trope of like star-crossed lovers like we're meant to be. Right. But my take on this was soulmates, but they're 16. Because fuck Twilight. That. Twilight. Basically Twilight. Or a lot of YA. And again, I'm not shitting on YA as a genre or as, as like, writer. It's great. We're talking about real life. No fucking way. I, but here's the thing. When you are that young, you think it is. You think it, but that's the whole point of why we're doing this. It's under, it's, it doesn't stack but, up to and, and real here's life. The, but it can, because, like, my friend Allie... Okay. Met her husband in high school, and they are married, and they have a house, and they have a kid, and they're living their best lives. I'm sure it can happen. It can happen, but I'm but just so saying it's not as realistic. No, of course not, and it shouldn't necessarily. There's always be those outliers. We're like so committed, and we're soulmates, and this is everything. And you're also 16 and have a curfew. I'm not saying you can't be together. I'm not saying you might not love each other. I'm just saying. I don't know. Grow the fuck up for a minute. And, and that is, that is, because, like, your brain, like, you're not developed all yeah, the way yet. Yeah, you ain't yet. baked yet. So, like, you, you can grow up and grow apart. Yeah. Like, you can grow up together, but grow up separately. Yeah, you could grow up and you could grow apart, or you could grow up and you could be closer than ever. Yeah. But you should grow up. Right. You know, like, don't, don't, like, batten down the hatches at 16 or 17 or even like 18 or 19, I feel like just, you know, you can be with somebody and love them and stuff. And maybe you are soulmates if you believe in that kind of thing. Um, but it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. And I feel like in this truck, it's all or nothing. Like think of Bella. It's like, I was irrevocably in love with him. I could not go on without him. You're my life now. You're my reason for being alive. You're my reason for being dead alive, Edward's perspective. They're like, you're everything to me. Calm down. Go eat some Hot Pockets and just calm down, please. Why don't you just take your, like, AP exam in high school, Yeah, why don't you chill? Also, I hated, you know what I really do hate about Twilight? Tell me. Why were they in high school? You've said this. At least college, you can have fun with it. You can, yeah. you can drink, you can party, whatever. Yeah. If I was a forever adult, yeah, I'd be a fucking adult. I'm yeah, not going to sure. stick myself in high school forever. No. Are you kidding me? It was dumb. That's a 200-year-old man fucking a 16-year-old girl. It's also disgusting. Also gross. But it just, I guess that's also part of the, the, the trope that I don't like. Not the age difference necessarily, but the idea of like being so overly committed to each other at that age, it can get really controlling and toxic really fast. Right. Usually in the negative side, hitting the, in a heterosexual relationship, the, the woman. Right. And that's not good. And sometimes I feel like because you've, you've tried to like establish this like mature relationship out of nowhere, 
wires get crossed, boundaries don't get made, you don't know what you're fucking doing, and then all of a sudden you're doing really toxic shit. Yeah. And I don't like that. And I think that's part of why it's a trope that I just don't think, I don't think that stacks up in real life, because it just brings so much bad. Yeah. Often. And I'm not saying anything about real people, like, I'm sure your friend, and it wasn't like that. I'm sure they grew and, you know, realized, hey, we're still... In this. We're still in this together. Whatever. We're not saying... all in this together. Yeah. Do you believe in soulmates? I don't know. I don't think I do. I mean... I think there are people... In the way that I thought when I was a kid, no. no. But, like, do I think that I'm meant to be with Mike? Yes. Everything, yeah. everything that I... My dumb decisions and my dumb choices of men and how long I yeah. decided to stay all led me to where I am today. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm meant to be with my key as my soul. I believe in some nuggets of fate, right? Yeah. Like, I think some things happened the way they happened so I could get to where I got and meet Justin. I think there are some things about our, who we are as individuals and our, our separate stories that are sort of, there's too much overlap to be coincidental, you know? Like, some of it might be a fate thing, mm-hmm. but I still don't think we're necessarily, like, soulmates, in that, like, weird star-crossed lovers because Jupiter's in the moon or whatever the fuck. I, I don't I don't really buy that. I think some of it's fate, but a lot of it is just the trajectory of life brought me to a certain point and brought him to a certain point. And I'm really glad we crossed paths. Right. You know? And we work hard to make our relationship what it is. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's, it's more challenging. But, yeah. like, that's a real-life life. relationship. Right. Yeah. So, oh man, speaking Life. of Twilight, Ugh. I'm just going through a list here. I know. Love triangles. Been in those. Been in a few more, a few other shapes. Parallelograms. Cubes. <laughs> Circles. My cube period was really <laughs> I never had a cube period. Um, no, love triangles. That's another one that is extremely popular. But it happens a lot, let's be honest. In real life, you think oh, so? Oh, yeah. I don't. I've been, I've been in them. I don't think I ever have. I've been in, here's what I've been in. And here's what I think might be the real life thing of this. Mm -hmm. Often there's like a love triangle that no one is aware of except one person. Right. So like I've been in situations where I've been with somebody and I had, we had a mutual friend Mm -hmm. and the person I'm with thinks for some reason that he's in competition with the mutual friend. So there's like a perceived love triangle, like, oh, they're, they're hitting it off, but I'm with her and what, you know what I mean? And then I've also been in ones where I've been with a guy and then I've known that his friend had a thing for me, but I had no intention of being with the other guy, with the friend. Okay. So to him, to the friend, we're in a love triangle. To me, you're over there. (laughs) And I feel like that's what happens in real life a lot of times with love triangles. Like, it's a love triangle to one person who's jealous of or inserting themselves in a relationship or taking something some kind of way. But I don't know. That's just my take. Well, you tell uh, me yours as as Miss Triangle. Um, The days of which... Le- I'm at the tippy top of this triangle, right? Okay. I'm talking to John. I'm talking to Bob. Bob knows about John. John knows about Bob. Triangle. Triangle. So, so you've, obviously, I mean, you've seen Twilight. You've read books that have this kind of thing in it. How much of it in your real life 
especially as a as a YA at the time. Yeah. How much of it was like accurate to how a love triangle is portrayed? Yeah, it's, it was pretty accurate. Really? How so? Tell well, me. it's because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I'm just like, I like both of these guys. What do I do? Let's just see where it takes me. I wonder what team I would have been on, who I would have shipped. Not Bob. Never Bob. I would have been team you. Thanks. I hope you leave them both. And you did. Yeah, I did. You did. I did. Good for you. No, that's, it is. But I've also loved triangles in which, um, guy, right? Yeah. They're significant other and then you're and the, then me you're the weird end point i'm the end point of which the other person has no idea yeah. about those are but i almost those that's just like cheating this that <laughs> i don't even know if that's a cheating. love triangle that's a little different i've been cheated on yeah and i have been cheaty i've never cheated but i have been and this is a lot of suffix suffixes <laughs> um, you've never been like, or you've been privy to the, the, you've been like an accomplice. Yes. You've been like an accomplice to the cheating. I've been an accomplice the to the cheating. Knowingly. But yeah, but see, I don't even think that's a love triangle. When I think of a love triangle, I think of like the, like, everybody knows and there's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. a competition for affection. Right. And it's like, who will they choose? Yeah. I mean, that, that was me. Yeah. I was in it. So I think your first thing yeah. um, is more of the love triangle mm-hmm. thing. The, I, here's why I think they're so popular, too. We well, get to pick a team. Everybody loves sports. <laughs> I mean, come on. In in Twilight, it's Team Edward, Team Jacob. In The Vampire Diaries, it's Team Damon, Team Stefan. Like, there's this is a thing that happens a lot, and people pick a team. You're right. And we love that as a society. But, like, when I was watching you live a love triangle in real life, I was like, I hate this. I don't want to pick a team. I want to take her somewhere else. <laughs> like, it's not as fun <laughs> in real life. But it happens, I guess. Yeah. Do you think that can happen as you get older? Since you've actually been in, like, a legit one. No, because my level of maturity is so much better yeah. now. Like, I could not. I could not. No. I don't have enough time. First... I don't know how to have affairs. to give attention to another person. No. Are you kidding me? I don't know how people have affairs. I barely even. have time for myself. Yeah, don't. I barely have time for Mike. Yep, and I'm married to him. Yeah, I could not. The fact that Absolutely I have enough time not. for Justin is because he lives here. Yeah, exactly. If he wasn't here, <laughs> I would no way. out of sight, out of mind. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, there's no way. And I think also the things that make a quote unquote love triangle are just like. It's it's stupid shit. It's not real connections. It's just like lust. Yeah, it's lust. It's young attraction, which I'm not saying is bad, but like no. the older you get, the less you know, the less water that holds. Right. And then you, in general, I think people are a lot more particular about who they spend their time with and what you know makes a connection or breaks one. And I just don't think there's a lot. That you could put a love triangle together with at this age. Not me. No. I mean, we see movies, like, where it is an adult love triangle. But it's, like, the single woman who, like, found a new guy but also has the best friend. Yeah. Right? So that's kind of where that love triangle is, is, like, the best friend and her, like, do actually have feelings but, like, wrong place, wrong time. Yep. And then she's, like, getting into this new relationship with, like, a new guy. The new guy knows about her best friend. Yeah. 
So, like, so they're that, all knowing. So that's kind of another love triangle that yeah. I see in, like, the media. But that also leads to another trope of its own thing, which is friends to lovers. Right. Which is, you know, another popular one. I think I think that can happen more in real life. Yes. I would say certainly not the way it happens in the movies and the books and whatnot. You know no. what I mean? But I think at some point, I, I could see that happening realistically at points in people's lives, even yeah. if they get to get this age. You know what I mean? Plus, a lot of people have backups. Hey, if we're not married by the time we're 35 or whatever, let's just do it. Yeah, that's how I was my friend. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's gay. Oh. So it was one of those, like, yeah. Just, if we want to have a family, like, let's just do it together. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. But, you know, I got married. So, so people have that kind of thing. Um, But no, the friends to lovers, I think, is a lot more feasible than, like, enemies to lovers. Right. Um... Because I've also, had, I've also experienced friends to lovers, yeah. to enemies. Oh, well, I'm not gonna say enemies because I have no ill will towards. Yeah, him at but all, certainly but not. He's not about me, that's for sure. I broke his heart. I hurt his feelings. No, oh, no, um, no. I don't think I've ever. I mean, I've done, but always younger with the friends to lovers thing. Like in my uh, real life, mm-hmm. always younger relationships. I do feel like that does. I can see it happening, but in my own life. As you get a little older, you get a little bit more like, if I'm getting into a relationship with someone versus like shit just happening. Right. You know how when you, there's always that line, whether it's a book or a movie or whatever, of like, I don't know, it just happened. That doesn't really stack up these days. I don't th- like how much stuff just happens other than wasps <laughs> or st- or like I need to take Bees. out an insurance claim. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like between other people, I feel like it's it's a little less practical that things, oh my God, it just happened. For me. For me. I'm not saying for everybody. I'm saying for me. So, like, the friends to lovers happened as I got older, not when I was younger. Okay. Because, like, in my, like, height, like, I almost never had, like, guy friends. Not really. I had all guy friends. I was not like other girls. <laughs> I sucked. Um, so, like, if I was talking to a guy, it was with the intention to, like, be my girlfriend, be my yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, when I was... You know, in high school, it was literally, like, talking to guys meant, like... Was for that. Was for the intention of dating. I didn't have, like, a lot of guy friends. In college is when I started becoming friends, like, with guys. Yeah. And one of my, like, best friends, we we ended up dating for, like, a week, and then he cheated on me, which is bullshit. Yeah, we've told the story. Yeah. But, like, he was my friend first. Yeah. Because I was... Bob days. Yeah. So, like, I was in all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, we became something more than that. See, I almost feel like mine is flipped. Like, when I was younger, I had a lot of, like, guy friends. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, we're just friends. Like, I'm not like other girls. Yeah. Guy friends are so much better. All that shit. But it was more likely that after hanging out with people that long that, and because you're young and mm-hmm. hormones and you don't know how you feel about things, it's like... You just start to think, well, maybe I like them in another yeah. way as you get older. And then either it works out or it doesn't. But, and then as I got older, I had less friendships with men. I had less friendships, period. And when I was, like, socializing on that level, it was very, like, defined. Mm-hmm. I'm either socializing with, like, my friends who are established friends and that's not going to change. And everybody's kind of established in their own life. Or they're girls and I'm not gay. Or I was... Dating. Right. Like, so I almost feel like mine was completely flipped. So as I've gotten older, the idea of, like, being friends first and then lovers second, less opportunity for that. Yeah. You know? I I went from lovers to friends, too. 
Oh, see, I don't do Because I have a couple exes that I am still Which friends is with. so weird. It's the weirdest thing ever. Let me ask you a mm-hmm. question, because I've been, this is not on my list here, but I'm just curious, because I've been watching How I Met Your Mother again, just for background noise. Yeah. Okay. And it blows my mind still that they're all just buddying up, even though like 50% of them have had sex with each other. Robin and Ted. Right. Robin and Barney. Uh-huh. Everybody know Like, it's just weird that that's the cornerstone of their friend group. And they're all exes. Literally my life. Yeah. How? What the fuck? <laughs> That's my question. What the fuck? I don't get it. How do you, how do you not, how is that not weird? I don't know. I just accepted it as my life. Were they ever, well, not ever. I knew some of them were, but, but in more recent times, were they ever like people that you hung out with a, a you know, regular amount? Yeah. And it wasn't weird? No. Do you think it was weird for them? Maybe. Okay. To lovers and back to friends? No. Friends to lovers to dead to me. That's how I roll. Yeah, no, not me. It's I don't even like, have to be mad at you. Be my friend. No, okay. don't be mine. Get out of here. Hey, everyone. It's Tyler Woodkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our Modest Press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. Ooh, secret relationships. <laughs> that was my bread and, and butter, and, homie. Am I just living tropes? I was. I was. And I blame Twilight. <laughs> no, I, I'm kidding. I can only blame myself. <laughs> um, no, so secret relationships. For some reason, as a, as a youngster, I really thought that was something. That really got my goat, turned me on. I don't know why. But almost all of my relationships uh-huh. were in some capacity secret relationships okay um like my only like high school type boyfriend it was like a friends to lovers thing but i didn't tell anybody i wanted to keep it a secret so that our friends wouldn't whatever it was stupid we dated for like two weeks and then we're like this doesn't work <laughs> um and then movie theater guy yeah that was a secret that was a secret and then one of my other serious relationships i think at some point i called him cameron i don't know a college Error relationship for the first several months it was a secret relationship we worked together right i didn't want people to know i didn't want people to think there was a where we worked there was a really weird toxic environment where like everybody was fucking each other and it got very weird mm. and so you didn't want to be a yeah and i knew a you were of, a part of it but you didn't want people to know you i didn't know want it. people to know i was also i was not I didn't want to do anything but have sex with that guy. And then I dated him for a couple years. My bad. Um, (laughs) My bad. My bad. Only I can be to blame. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the only one to blame for that one. But yeah, all of my early relationships had like this like hiding secret thing. And I don't know why I thought that was so cool. But I did. And as someone who applied it, it's so stupid. I could never do that now. If Justin had been like, I want to keep it a secret, I would have been like, Red from flag. who? Red Your flag. wife? Yeah. Yeah. I just, he didn't want me to come to his house for a while, and I was immediately like, you have a family. Yeah. 
Like, that was my first thought. So, it just doesn't stack up as you get older. No. I don't feel like. I mean, I was a secret with Bob. Exclusively. Exclusively a secret with Bob because he was with other people. Um, He was not a secret to anyone in my life. Yeah. I feel like that's that's a good point, though, the whole, like, being clandestine for a reason, like, cheating and, and stuff like that. Like, at this age, if someone, if a secret relationship to me is an affair. Right. Why else is it secret? secret. Exactly. There's no good reason for it to be a secret. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I secretly kind of, like, dated people when I was a manager. But yeah. not But not really, like, there was no relationship. It was just, like. Hooking up and stuff. Yeah. But that's secret because, you know. Again, like my reasons. Right. Um, Company policies. Right. That's what I meant. Sorry, right. I'm trying to say. I think there's a difference, too, in privacy and a secret relationship. Right. I don't tell a lot of people my shit. Um, a lot of, like, I don't tell people if I'm dating someone right away. It took months for me to tell anybody about Justin. And some of my family still has never met him. But it's not a, it's a secret relationship. It's like, I'm really private and I don't put my shit out there a lot. And... You know, I it's just a lifestyle thing. Yeah. But I'm not actively keeping a secret. Right. I'm just not exposing a lot of information. You're not shouting from the rooftops. Yeah. You know, there aren't banners. Look who I'm having sex with. Like, I don't do that. No. I'm just private. But there's a difference there. Yeah, I think the trope of secret relationship is with the intent of, like, a cheating situation. Yeah, in real life, for sure. For sure. I agree. 100%. 100%. So, yeah. I've been cheated on. I was the secret. Maybe he's fucking That's someone the, else. I mean, the people at our school knew. Yeah. Um, but not other schools. Yep. Knew nothing about me. But oh, um, Or when I went to college and he was still in high school. Yeah. Fair game, you know? Okay. This is another one that I named myself. <laughs> I don't remember writing this. I've slept with 400 people, but I was looking for you all along. <laughs> Like, when somebody who's really, like, a player uh-huh. finds, like, the one they're supposed to be with. Like Barney. And suddenly, yes, and suddenly they're a different person. Yeah. That's that's another one that I feel like is... Look, I'm not... Do, do, do whatever you want. I'm not trying to slut shame. Do whatever you want. I'm not saying it's a bad thing if you're a player or you're quote-unquote promiscuous or whatever. I don't there care. There was a movie about that. There's like, been a hundred. Hit me. What was the one movie where it was just like... Um... If you sleep with this many people, you're, you're like, never going to get married. So, like, she was going back to, like, all of her exes to figure out who the one was because she didn't want to get to, like, the higher level. Oh, I don't know. But that's, but it's interesting that that's what that is. Like, she was a female character. Yes. Because I know what you're talking about. But with men, it's a totally different story. It's a totally different story because, like... As a woman, if you sleep with, like, so many people, you're a slut. Yeah. But if you're a man, it's just you're like, yeah, player. high five. Woo! Player. Yeah. Go. Get yeah. all that P word. I don't like saying the word. I, you didn't have to. <laughs> you could have said anything you wanted. I wasn't going to tell you. Um, no, I, it's, I get what you're saying. Sexism. It's like a different, there's a different perspective for both of, it's like a double-sided trope. Because for the men thinking of several you know where it's like the dude is like a player and he's mm-hmm. doing all these chicks and then he he, he sees he, this one girl and he's with and, and he can settle down i've never felt like this before and i've as a writer i've written this a few times there's something about it that's nice to nice and fun to read right but in real life it's like, oh, what it's the so fuck? cute it's finally settling down yeah like oh, oh my god goodness. she's the one um but like like bob he's the player right yeah and now he's finally settled down and has two kids but like and- let's not let us lest we forget 
about all the bullshit. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, that's the thing about the men ones. It's like, we do forget about all the bullshit. Mm-hmm. We're just supposed to be like, oh, my God. And look at him riding that bike and trying so hard. And then finally he gets rid of his training wheels because he found the one. And it's so nice and inspiring. But with a woman, it's like, this whore. <laughs> like, that's the it, that's really just how harsh the divide is. Right. It's insane to me. Because, like, you don't see those stories and that trope applied to women. Right. It's always an inspiring, fun love story with men. And with women, it's something completely different. And that's also why I don't think it's cool to stack up to in real life. Also, like, once a cheater, always a cheater. I- I'm sorry, but I said it. If I met this guy and he was like, you know what? I can speak from this because I did. Um, and he's like, yeah, I've been with, like, all these women. But, like, I don't know. Something's just different about you. You've said it to every single woman. Red flag on the... Oh, are they all crazy? And they were, in my experience, but crazy exes. Really? All 55 of them? They were all insane. What'd you do? Fuck your way through an asylum? <laughs> There's no way that's true. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> They're the common denominator. Hi, I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. It's me. me. But yeah, there's no way that that realistically is a good look. And it's not for the promiscuity thing. It's for the things that go along with it. Like, they were all crazy. I was just like, I don't know, I was so young. I was just finding my sea legs. <laughs> just like shit like that. That makes no sense. Like, if somebody actually was like, expected it to be a good thing that they just ran through a hundred women. It took and me a hundred to find- You're my 101 Dalmatian. <laughs> Classism. Because Fifty Shades. Okay. You tell me. Okay. You start this one. Because this is your big pick. This this is our final one. This is our final one. Uh, Because I cannot see this happening in real life. Okay. Because, so Fifty Shades of Grey, if we're all familiar, it's about this rich white man, Mm -hmm. right, who is into BDSM and wants a submissive girlfriend slash wife, right? Apparently, I, I haven't read it, I... Watched it like I was forced to watch it once. I've never watched it either. Ooh, it's horrible. It's just but I like did. Twilight. I know what it's about. Um, I think the timeline of like it's similar to Twilight, which is literally just like a couple months. Yeah. So like he has a legit um a booklet that she essentially has to sign and like okay, oh, like a waiver essentially, and they have like weird start. Uh, yeah, like you have to like sign this document. Um, and, like, they go through it, like, each section of, like, what he, like, wants to do, and she has to be, like, yes or no, like, she's into it or not. And so, with that, because he's this rich white man, okay, it's okay. But are you going to tell me that if some poor homeless man- Quite frankly, anyone, but yes. Quite frankly, anyone, but let me just put this in perspective. Yeah, go ahead. A poor- a homeless man comes up to you with this waiver, like, you want to have sex with me in this dungeon? No! You're going to murder me! But it's okay for this rich white man, right? And look, people can do whatever they want. I'm yeah. all about consensual adults doing consensual things. And whatever it takes for that to be consensual and safe. But yeah, if it was a relationship-style thing and the guy was like, let's order an appetizer, also please sign this. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's scary. But you're right. If the movie or the book or whatever was framed in any kind of like regular people. It wouldn't be It okay. would be weird. Yeah. It would be like, you probably should put be put on a registry. Yeah. Um, Is there and, a watch list? And never see me again. Yeah. Please no. No, you're right. I was also thinking of it in terms of like, like I think of it as like the Cinderella effect, right? Like there's this, it's often a man. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Some rich dude, and 
they find their their one true love or the person they're very into and oh shucks she's poor and she doesn't fit into this world into our level and she's so uncomfortable and it's weird and but you're just like shoving her into you know banquet halls and who knows what else to try and make her be a part of your world a part of this world. Basically fish out of water. It's I could come up with more cliches. But yeah, it's like that kind of effect. Okay. Like, you know, that's what I was thinking of. But I think your thing works too. Because that's a similar thing, right? She's not from that whole, like, world. He's no. Just, she's just a regular girl in the story, right? She's just a regular gal. Yeah, so... And then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, if you want this lavish lifestyle, you also have to wear this fucking latex suit and, and let me punch you in the face. And you. Yeah. Which... Finger popping each other's assholes. <laughs> 21 Jump Street? Okay. <laughs> I think I'm bopping each other's assholes. Yeah, no. I wouldn't want to sign that. Because um, he has a red room that they go into. That's like his sex dungeon, sex right? Sex dungeon. With all the chains and whips and yeah. hammocks and beds and Oh, all like the a sex things. swing? Yeah, sure. <laughs> or a hammock. <laughs> I think about Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Kind of like a reverse Gilmore Girls situation, yeah. you know? Because, like, she was raised... With her mom in, like, lower middle class. But she took her away from that lifestyle but, and then... But then, like, her grandparents are in that lifestyle, yeah. so she's, like, kind of being put back and forth into Yeah, it. and she didn't quite know how to handle it, and Rory made some really shit-ass decisions being thrust into that she lifestyle. Is, we can get on a whole Gilmore Girls rant. She is the villain. She's pretty bad. She got pretty bad, and it's... That was lots of love triangles there. Yeah. Gilmore Girls in themselves, Rory is a trope. Rory is. Yeah, uh, several, several stacked tropes. on top of each other yes. for sure. No, for yeah, there's a lot there, and I think, but that's a good example of how the classism thing can make a difference in a in a character. But then think about that in real life, you know, like being thrust into that kind of world, it can fuck you up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And depending on who you have around you, it's not always going to go well. You know what I mean? It's just let me be a fucking pumpkin. I, I don't want to, you know, do all the other shit like. And, and maybe it's good that you learn things about yourself, but beyond that, I don't see a lot of benefit of it in real life. Like, I'll tell you right now, could never. I don't know what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't know what life will bring. It's not always fun I'm and just, romantic. I keep waiting for Mike to, like, be like, you know what, this whole time I have been rich. I was just waiting to see if you really love me. <laughs> yeah. And plot twist, I do. Can you please give me money now? <laughs> I love you so much and I love you even more with money. Now give me some cash. Yes. Money, please. <laughs> Well, if it happens, let me know. Thanks for listening, you guys. This was our take on some love tropes and how we feel about them as cynical, tired, burnt out 30-somethings. Who's been through a lot of them. Yep, 30, dirty, and... Trying. Trying. We're trying in love, and it doesn't look like it did in the movies and in the books and in Twilight and stuff anymore. But love can happen. It can definitely happen, but it's not always going to look like that. And it's not always going to be enemies to lovers. No. That almost never happens. I hope not. Lovers to enemies happens a lot. <laughs> but just, you know, we hope you enjoy all your books and your movies and stuff. It, it, we're not shitting on them. No, we're because just... I'm going to continue to watch them and Of enjoy course, them. I love them. They're fun and entertaining. And... But in real life, it's not always fun. Yeah, that's what this It's entertaining was, to people watching, but not, yeah. not me. Some things are fun to watch and read, but not fun to go through. Right. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk about more things 30, dirty, and dying. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.